What's up, everybody? We're back with another player profile and projection to kick off spring training of 2019. We started the first one on Wednesday with James Paxton. We're back here Friday. Gary Sanchez. El Gary. The Yankee backstop. El Kraken. Or I don't even really like the Kraken one. We're excited to be back with you guys. We're excited to bring you dugout mugs. Wood that you can drink out of. This is a baseball bat. I'm going to take a sip. You can listen to me take a sip. Everyone that just saw that's like, oh shit, do you just drink out of that baseball bat? I've, I've been playing baseball for years. I've never drank it out of my bat before. How'd this happen? Well, you go to dugoutmugs.online slash Talking Yanks. You buy one. They got Yankees mugs. They got Talking Yanks mugs. Jake, you drank out of a mug. Felt cool, right? Would you like another sip? That was a wood joke from Jake. Huh? Yeah. I mean, these, they, they, they have MLB licensing. They're the real deal. It's a giant baseball bat mug. That's cool. Go get it. Gift it. I'm so bad at gifts. This is like the easiest baseball fan gift ever. Dugout mugs. Yeah. Anyone with a man cave that has some shelves, it's like a, the easiest. You need to put this on your shelf right away. Get a collection. Oh, you want a beer, Mr. Brotato, Brotato Head? How about I put it in this bat mug? <laughs> You've just been alphaed. Yep. Now you now you have to drink out of it until you pass out. Then I'm going to beat you to death with it. Jake. Speaking of alphas, Jim, what player are we doing today, bud? We're doing my dude, El Gary. One more time. Dugoutmugs.online slash talking yanks. El Gary, my dude. I should have put my hat on for this. I don't have it. Big, big contentious episode, I think. Contentious topic, hot yeah. topic, perplexing, confusing, exciting, riveting. Yeah. El Gary, that fat fucking slob. <laughs> Come on. Fat, lazy. Be cool about it. You know, last time we did that, someone tweeted us like, don't be so hard on them. Like, we're, we're joking. It's jokes. It's well, jokes. I know why I don't well, I know why it's a clear joke, because Gary's not fat. Nor has he ever been fat. Yankees jerseys yeah. are just unflattering. Go, go follow his Instagram. Dude's ripped. But he did have a terrible year last year. Uh, terrible. Terrible year. So bad. <laughs> but it's actually bizarre, Jim. And so this is... You, you and I talked about we did these PPPs last year. And I, I think we actually tried to stay away from stats. I think I did some stats, but you were like, you know, people people don't really want to hear stats from us. They'd rather hear a, you know, a hilarious joke like that when you just talked about killing me in the man cave or whatever that was. But um, we got more into the stats this year, and I, I, I dug up some cool ones. I got cool ones coming for Glaber, had some fun Paxton ones. We're, we're going to have a lot more. With Gary, it was almost the opposite. Like, you kind of have to throw the stats away. Yet you can take some from it. Because, uh, Jim, the guy had what was looked upon as just a straight atrocity of a season. Correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, if he played 120 games last year, he was still on pace for 25 homers. Just all of the peripherals are awful. <laughs> well, I mean, the pass balls got worse. Yeah. And the not running and not hustling and the hamstring got worse. Which, in yep. retrospect, is different now looking back. I, everyone was so mad. I was so mad at him for not running out that play. And then he does go on the DL for a month, and it's like, okay, 
Okay, you did have a pulled hamstring. They wouldn't have faked that and put you on the DL for a full month. Right. So you did have a pulled hamstring. He did have a torn shoulder that he just had surgery in the offseason. Right. So, like, was he the walking wounded last year? Is that t- is that too much of an excuse? So that that's the complete unknown, Jim. The, the complete unknown to everyone who's not Gary, uh, Dono, and, and maybe a couple other people in the Yankees organization. How bad was the shoulder injury? Because, I mean, we had we saw Judge after the All-Star game when, when he was banged up and he went through a slump. That was clearly injury-related. In 2017, yeah. Yeah, in 2017. I mean, did, did Gary have a big case of that in 2018? And was he being a trooper and trying to play through? Was it just a horrific slump and he did have lazy moments? I, I think... As a Yankee fan, you have to bank on that the injury was definitely a part of it, but it's where do you draw the line? I mean, it, it'd be way too aggressive to say, yeah, 2018, he was hurt all the time. He's going he's gonna to be the best catcher in baseball this year. Like, that, that's too lazy. I can't do that. No, um, no, no. And, and that's the new thing. Everyone's, everyone's projecting a huge bounce back year for Gary, which, hey, dude, that sounds awesome. I just don't think you can do it. I mean, I have a lot of thoughts. On the injury... I'll give him those 100 mile power fastballs that Chapman would throw, and he had to reach across his body and just like couldn't get there. Yeah. That might have been injury prone, but the, the bad blocking in front of him—that's not that. That's just that's he's just bad at blocking balls. Yeah, and that that's the known, and like the Yankees organization has been open about that. Like it, what Gary Sanchez can do, much outweighs a, a pass ball or two here or there, and Yankee fans are still having trouble coming to grips with that. And hey, don't make me make Jim make a highlight reel of Austin Romine getting run on across the entire field. Cause that, that was like the most my blood boiled the past season. Yeah. I um, mean, even if you compare Austin Romine's pass balls and wild pitches to the league, he's still subpar. Right. Um, Gary's just way, way, way subpar. So, so let's dive into it. The only stats that I, I, I guess I could say I grabbed onto Jim were he was still actually pretty solid against lefties last year in, 99 plate appearances. He had a 354 OBP and an 872 OPS. So, I mean, A, how much of that is David Wright or <laughs> David Price, excuse me. Um, enjoy retirement, David Wright. And you, you even, you wrote down here, I'll steal the stat from you, but he batted well against like Blake Snell last year. So that's pretty impressive. <laughs> Four hits, three of them were homers. Jim, I guess my thing is, and here's, here's the fear we have. A, how much was the injury? We just did that. B, we go to winter meetings. I sit down at a round table of old men baseball writers. They ask me three troll toll questions to see if I pass. I do okay. So one of them goes, what do you think about Gary Sanchez? And I say, well, you know, he had the injury. I think after a certain point, he was slumping so bad that it just turns into lost season mode. Like, when you start telling a player, like, <laughs> hey, just hit now because your first half of the season was so bad. Like, that doesn't help. <laughs> that doesn't really work. And then he just gave me this look, and he said, Gary Sanchez went from seeing 4% sliders to 11% sliders. And I was like, okay, like, that's – I bet you could do that with a lot of the league, but we do, we do have to admit that that has to be the book on Gary Sanchez right now. And I – I think part of it's going to be what can Gary lay off on? What can Gary put in play? And the player that the the old baseball writer gentleman mentioned 
was Jeff Francoeur, which if you guys remember him, he was a big big time player when he came up. He raked. He was on the cover of like Sports Illustrated his rookie year in 2005. And then every year, his batting average and OBP just dipped a little bit more because he couldn't hit the slider. So I'm this again. Some of the statements I say are obvious, and I I make them out to sound like hot takes. But watch that slider. I mean, is is it manageable? How much was the BABIP a factor? I don't know, Jim. It was weird. He was hard. He was hitting a lot of balls right at people last year, and the stats back it up that his hard hit rate was good. Like all his peripherals went up but his results went plummeted. Very odd. Uh, I found, I was interested, Jake, to see if he had a good stretch last year. I know you're looking at the same sheet as me, but if I asked you, did Gary put together two good weeks of baseball in 2018? What would your answer have been? I would have said no. I also would have said no. I I don't remember ever being like, Gary's hot right now. Right. Turns out he did have a good streak. I found a 15-game streak. Uh, April 11th through April 29th, where he hit 300 with a 373 OBP, six home runs, and 21 RBIs in 15 games. But, I mean, I'm not turning that into anything. I just was interested. It's like, oh, wow. I don't remember that. Good job. Jimmy, not to be totally bizarre, but look at his month of May. He had a pretty good May, which, again, it feels like, did we just have blinders on, or was did it just hit a point where nothing was accepted? Because in May, he had a 370 OBP, five homers, and 856 OPS. <laughs> so, like, did we miss that part of the season? Have we just totally phased that out? What I mean, happened? It, it, was, it was hard to remember anything possibly good that Gary did in 2018. The clutch hits. That's that's what you usually came back to. I was just gonna say he did have some clutch hits. He had one versus the Angels. He had a walk off versus the Twins. He tied Astros. the tied the game off Giles and made him punch himself in the face. He did have a lot of clutch hits in the beginning part of the series of the year. I'm just going through his uh, winning percentage added, and yeah, he he wasn't terrible for some. He did, did have some clutch hits, but so what do we need from him this year, Jake? I have a. I'm, can I set the my lowest bar? Yes. My lowest bar that I I need him to achieve this year. So it's not he cannot achieve this, but like my lowest bar, or if he achieves this at the end of the season, I'll say, all right, whatever, that was fine. Is to never ever have anyone tell me Romine should be starting instead Ooh. of him. Okay. Low, low bar. Just be the starting catcher. Be good a enough. Lot of, a lot of crazies out there, Jim. Well, people that I people never have me look at it and be like, are they right? Because last year at one point it was, are they right? Should Romine be starting? And then I was like, no, Gary has so much more potential, even when we're struggling. But just give me that, Gary. Just don't suck for three weeks in a row. Like, I, I don't I can't have any dr- cold spells. I can't have the batting average below 200. I can't just just. Be a top nine player on the team. <laughs> Be a top nine hitter on the team. Wow. That's, that's my low. That's my low bar. Funny how much things can change in a year, <clears throat> babe. That's not what I expect. I expect better things, but that's my lowest bar. Just, just be a starting player for the Yankees who deserves to start every single game. Jimmy, do you want another just bizarre stat that I'm going to tweet out in a second? What is it? In you, should wait till we re- you should wait till we release this to tweet it. I don't know if I can. I don't think I can sit on this, Jim. 
in wins last year. Gary Sanchez played in 53 games that the Yankees won, right? Mm-hmm. 203 at-bats, 14 doubles, 17 homers, 44 RBI. In games the Yankees won, Gary Sanchez hit 246 with a 339 OBP and a 906 OPS. Okay? That's good. 906 OPS is good. In games Gary Sanchez played in and the Yankees lost, 36. He had 120 at-bats. Three doubles, one home run. He batted 083 with a 346 OPS. A 346. That's a 600-point gap in OPS <laughs> in games the Yankees won in, when, when they lost. I got interested in that earlier this year, and usually there was like a 200, 300 OPS gap. That's 600. That's nearly double. If Gary Sanchez looked anything remotely like Gary Sanchez, the Yankees won. <laughs> if he looked like the guy who hit 083, when, when Gary Sanchez turned into Shane Robinson, the Yankees lost. Yeah, well, that makes sense. What do you have your needs? What are your needs? Give me like a batting average, a home runs, a games played. What are your needs in 2019 from Gary? So let, I... I'd like to start with what I'm what I'm doing as the baseline of my expectations cuz I think that ties in. My baseline of expectations is I'm basically going to do his career averages because I think it still levels out to what Gary should be. Um his career averages are a 252 batting average, a 333 OBP and an 847 OPS. He's a better hitter than 250 batting average. And I know, but Jim, I mean, I, I, I have to take myself out of the Yankees fan perspective a little bit just to try to appreciate it. And if I saw Gary did what he did last year, I can't come in and tell you this guy's going to hit 275 with a 350 OBP and a 900 OPS. I mean, the fact that I'm saying he, I'm expecting him to have an 850 OPS is still a little bizarre for a, for what he did last year. Um, but that's that's my baseline kind of expectation to where I think Gary Sanchez should be there. If it's now again, it if we start getting a little below that, if he hits two forty um, with an eight hundred OPS, that still makes him one of the best catchers in the game, and I think we're still okay with that, right? Yeah, I mean, my bottom bar for like walking away good was just be. Top nine hitter on the team. <laughs> so, all right. So let's just say offensively, when your eyes jump to Gary Sanchez's 2018, 2019 season, is the first number you look at home runs? Uh, for Gary? No, I believe when we did his PPP last year, we said that Gary wasn't strictly just a home run guy. Like, I don't want right. to just look at his home runs. I want to look at his, his OPS and his batting average. Like, I don't mind the batting average because I thought Gary hit stall fields in 2016. He had a 299 2017. He had a 278. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying if, if, if a pessimist walked in here, they would say that his batting average OPP OBP and OPS have gotten worse every year, you know? <laughs> yeah. 299 to 278. Nothing. To, 
like complain about? Uh, I mean, twenty five points in batting average. That's that's a pretty big drop. I don't. I mean, yeah, I guess fifty three games just saying. to one hundred twenty two games in those two seasons. I don't think you can. I don't think you can. Well, I don't think you can chalk the, the 2016 numbers when he was a rookie and played 50 games, and then they dropped into that. Like that 2017 year is a really good year. He got MVP votes. He was an All Star. He won the Silver Slugger. You can't can't put that in any light where it's bad. So what about this? The 2016 year, he comes up. He's 23. He goes complete nut job. Almost wins the Rookie of the Year in 53 games. I think a lot of Yankee fans weren't paying attention because we were already out of right. Con- we were already out of content. I think this is the strict divide on Gary. If you're a Yankee fan and you watch every game, uh, if you watched every game in 2016, right? And when they right. sold all their pieces, they traded Beltran, they traded McCann, they traded Chapman, they traded Miller, and you still watched, and you, you watched this young kid Gary come up and what he did for the Yankees, you have an affinity for Gary. I saw a yeah. lot of people saying, what was more fun, Voight in 2018 <clears throat> or Judge or, or Andujar or Torres? Like, there was a Reddit poll. What was the most fun rookie season? And all the responses were, Gary, dude. Gary in yeah. 2016 was more fun than any of that. So all these fans, and I'm not knocking fanhood. I, I don't care. If you're a Yankee fan and you watch the team and you root for the Yankees, I don't care how many games you watch or whatever. But there's a lot of people, Jake, that Judge came. The team was fun in 2017. And people started watching religiously then. And right. they, 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 ever, they didn't partake in 2016, Gary. And how fucking fun and good and much of a lightning rod that was. And the people that did, they have an affinity for Gary like I do. And the people that didn't, they love Judge and they, they, they're die, die easy on Gary. Well, Jim, how about this? I, I think I can make this easy for you. You, you and I are, are simple, simple handshake guys. If, if we went to a diner together, it's a 95% chance we're going to get two different meals and share it 50-50, some, some. Yep, some of yours, some of mine. Yep, yep. Do we take away 2016 at the expense of taking away 2018? Sure. Just repeat 2017. If he repeats 2017, I'm giddy, dude. Because right now, that's that's essentially the gap. We have 2016 Gary, and I mean, <laughs> if you really want to do this, he was on pace to hit about 60 home runs. Um, and then we had Gary Sanchez last year who hit 186. So if you want to, I, I think you go to the negotiating table this year. You say, all right, hey, 2016's out, 2018's out. We're expecting 2017, Gary. And I think that's stern but fair and also really high expectations. He really, did, really high expectations coming off 2018. If he, if he gives us, uh, if his 2019 resembles his 2017, I'm giddy. Yeah. I, I think we all would be. So I mean, are we are we just being completely unreasonable? Should should we be sitting here saying like, well, let, let if if we get you know a two thirty batting average, a a three fifteen OBP, and twenty five home runs, we should be happy? No, right? Everyone's right. The people who are naysaying, they're right. The people who are 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 excited and think he can come back and, and go, go back to be that guy we love, they're right. We just have to wait and see. Like, there's no way the debate gets settled via words. The pass balls is more like he, his defense. I hope it gets better. I hope the injury hurt. But, like, what did David Cohn say? Dropping the bucket compared to everything he can do. Right. Good for the team when his bat is right. Just need his bat to be right. Yeah, man. I, um... 
I don't know. I guess I, I trying to think of an o, over under, and I mean, I'm I an OPS, and I mean, do you make it eight hundred? Sure. Give me. I, an, I I think if we put that poll on Twitter, I think it's sixty forty no. But I think you and I are yeses. We're in the land of optimism right now. It's spring. Yeah, it's and true. No matter how pessimistic there are, no, how, no matter how many pessimistic fucks there are, spring is the land of optimism. I think we might get we might get above. Here, here's Ooh. my final here's my final line, and then we're gonna wrap this one okay. up, Jake. I got a good final line too. My final line for Gary, I'm gonna do I'm gonna go throw it out there. I'm gonna put my Gary hat on figuratively, not literally, because I don't have it in front of me. Gary's gonna play 130 games, all right? Which isn't that's like 10 less than your average for a catcher, because I do sit once a week usually. He is going to hit 260, 350 on base percentage, 802 OPS with 28 home runs. And I'm going to okay. be happy with it. Know how you? What did you say? Expectation before, or what you're looking for? What was the word you used before? When? I think I made it expectation for, for just for Gary's year this year, or what you want to see. You you said you just don't want to hear anyone say Romine. That that's my lowest bar of positivity. So if you take okay. the positive outcome spectrum, my lowest is he's just the top nine hitter and. No one's calling for Romine's name. That's, Here's my bar. I'm like, okay, fine. But it's the lowest of the okay, fine bar. Here's my bar. I want to be able to walk with my head up high around Red Sox fan when Gary Sanchez gets brought up. Because, God damn it, the dude is the most talented catcher in the bigs. His arm is electric. His power's electric. But last year, you kind of had to walk around with your head down and kick some dirt and be like, oh, well, he hits David Price good, but yeah, the pass balls are an issue. Like, no, I need, I need Gary Sanchez to have a year that you can talk to your Red Sox fans in a respectable way and say, how fucking good is that guy? Yeah, well, I, I, I wrote this down. I forgot to say it. Let's just, let's just give him the scouting report every day and tell him Price is on the mound. Gary, hey, did yeah. you hear? Sox Pr- traded Price to Toronto. He's on the mound today. Yeah, Price is Price is twirling it for uh, for the Mariners today. He's a righty now. So yeah. in twenty two plate appearances, got a three thirty three batting average, eight ten slugging, seven hits, three home runs versus Price. So yeah. So yeah, Gary. Fuck, dude. And dude, no, did you hear no, Tampa got kinda... Price? He's back in Tampa now. He's pitching tonight, Some... Gary. <laughs> Something we forgot about. He had that two homer game in the playoffs, the game the Yankees won. So, you know, maybe he can build off that. I have no idea. He's sitting high give, now. Give us a care. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll be back tomorrow with another PPP. Go, Gary, go, please. Please.